Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I personally think that Josh Sargent should be the number nine. My biggest concern is that Mexico does tend to make those little mistakes defensively. But it's the inconsistencies. With the well, isn't this inconsistent, though? He's going to well, be on the ground for the majority the, of the time. No, look back at highlights. That, no, that's, if you that's the have... Christian Pulisic treatment, though. Same. We're going to have to stop this. We're going to start arguing on this podcast, aren't we? Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Real Football Show. I'm Lizzie, Nineman's U.S. Editor, here with our co-host, Gino. How are you? Good. How are you? It's been a little bit of time since we last talked. We have uh, a full Liga MX uh, week to talk about, we so do, that'll be fun. Uh, you were away in San Jose covering I MLS was. Media Day, which we will, I'm sure, have content and talk about this at some point. We'll have content we on the podcast. Will. But, uh, but yeah, everything's good. I mean, it's a little cold here in New York, but you know, you can rent a car now. So that's pretty cool. I think I that, that's changed since the last time we talked. I can. I turned 25 so I can officially rent a car without absolutely any problems or dependence, which is great. Thanks so much for that, America. Which but is yeah. like, you know, so, so we had a little talk when this, when you, you mentioned this mm-hmm. on your 25th birthday, um, <laughs> about i thought that you just had to pay extra money or something like that and you can get yeah. a car because i thought it was like an insurance thing or whatever but well, i also thought that it might apparently be state- it's not yeah it might be state by state because i know Maybe. in florida they did not let me at all which by the way i will not complain about because i hate driving personally i'm a passenger <laughs> princess but i mean at least i can do it now it'll be yeah see well like, you can like rent like cool cars though now like it's like yeah, if you're ever sure. like you can you know say you're thinking about buying a car right you can rent a cool car that you're thinking about buying and then and you can try it out it's like a test run like a real test run not so just like fun. driving around the parking lot of the dealership so much fun the freedoms and joys of being, of being 25. 25 in america yeah they're great they're <laughs> they're phenomenal but yeah no so i was in san jose mls media day 39 player interviews back to back. So we'll have so much to unload for everyone in the coming weeks. We but yeah, will, DMAs we will. kicked off last week. So we have Jornada Uno in the books. Gino's first complete weekend of Liga Mekis action. And we're it, was, it was, it was. It so, Yeah. I mean, well, you go ahead. You go ahead and you explain kind of what happened before I pretend to understand anything that happened. <laughs> no, you know lots. You know lots. Um, no, so before um, the week get started, Mazatlan versus Leon and Atlas versus Atlas versus Toluca were both postponed. Um, one for violence reasons and the other because of pitch conditions. So those have been postponed. The league has yet. So the side, to... Okay, so only one of them was not postponed because of what's happening. Yeah. In that area. Okay. Yeah, so that was one thing I was unsure about because there were a few games postponed this weekend. Am I not just those two? I think there was one on. Saturday too, right? I think it was those just those two in general okay. that maybe I'm maybe I, I probably am wrong. But <laughs> 
So yeah, those that were postponed, the league has yet to respond on when they will um, play up again. The violence has obviously since ceased, but okay. it took a, a little bit of an impact. But there was lots of actions to go through, lots of goals, crazy halves, and to Gino's point, lots of red cards. Lots but, of red cards. Can we talk about this? You want to talk about this? So th- I think there's been more red cards in week one of Liga MX <laughs> than there were in the entirety of the Premier League last year. That's a hot like, take. I will not uh, be able to do the math on that, but... I mean, I can't either, but I mean, I mean, I could right now. I have the, the things up here, but it felt like every single game that I watched or I checked the score of, it was just like... 77th minute red card, 83rd minute red card, 91st minute red card, lots of penalties. Yeah. Feel like this is the chaos you were talking about. Yes, it was. Um, it truly Which was. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to, uh, to handle, you know? You definitely that's... will. It takes a little bit to ease into it, but you definitely will. It's what makes it takes it a little bit to ease into just 10 players on the field for yeah. half every three weeks. Yeah, why not? This um, is going to be torture. It's so exciting, um, truly. And I didn't watch absolutely every single game. We just stuck to the core teams. But for me, it seems that this round of referees used red cards to establish their dominance in mm-hmm. the game and kind of keep control in what they might have thought otherwise would have been even more chaotic. So, which that's is fair. That's mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's I mean, it's fair to to want to control the match, right? But at a point I think you need to that's what the yellow cards for right I feel like there was just like a lot of sometimes it's not enough and we had this conversation too before when we were talking about the Copa por Mexico yeah when we were talking about there was like felt like there was a lot of yellow cards given out I remember it felt like there was a lot of yellow cards given out for dissent and that just seems to have taken another level now in the class <laughs> where it's just red cards. Happy so 2023. Here's maybe Liga should institute a new rule that has an orange card, which is like, like a sin bin type thing. You know, you go out the field for like two minutes. Like it seems out. it's yeah. It seems like they need something out. new to avoid just having full halves of one team having more players than the other. We love a timeout, but starting with Club America, it's, it was a difficult start to the tournament. Yikes, was, am I right? Mm, Yikes. Was, yeah. You said yeah. you said this team was terrible. Not Club America, the team they're playing that I cannot pronounce. Yeah. So it was a you zero, said zero they're very bad, but title. they tied. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. they are arguably the worst team in the league. They ended in last place last tournament. Um, and despite their 26 shots overall, it was still not enough. So a 0-0 zero, zero to kick off the clausura 2023 isn't it a great start um especially given what you're hearing behind the scenes with the roster movements um and obviously you've had memo depart mm-hmm. and then failed talks um speaking about media day i sat down with julian araujo yesterday or on tuesday and he addressed the transfer rumors over to club america he confirmed that there was talks between him his agent and the club, but at the moment he remains focused with the galaxy. So he didn't dive in particularly into what those contracts were that fell through, but Club America. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, Club America early in the earlier weeks teased that they were going after a right back and a Mexican right back. 
And obviously his name was linked to the whole institution. And there, of course, were talks, but nothing concrete and he's not making it through. So between failed conversations, failed transfers, roster movements, obviously memo and a disappointing end to last tournament, that 0-0 was definitely not the way to go. Yeah, and I mean, Araujo is is definitely, he's an exciting young player, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a guy that I think, you know, it would benefit a lot of teams here in North America, not just any League MX team, any team, you know, in the MLS as well, and maybe, you know, even some teams abroad, just a, a good right back. Um, you know, I guess the question I would have for you is, I mean, how well would you see him fitting in there? As someone who watches Club America consistently, is this a move that would benefit both sides or is this a move that maybe is it, would it be better? Would it be worse for, for, you know, how, how would this benefit or I guess to, you know, right. not benefit um, and Club America? He would settle into Fernando Ortiz's system in Club America. He would do well and he would excel, but I think it would be, it wouldn't be a jump and it wouldn't, be a step forward for the player. And he himself has said it before to me that he wants to go to Europe. He thinks Europe will take him to reach his highest potential. And I agree. I think you need to step out of the mold of North American soccer. I know Liga Mekis and MLS offer different qualities, but I do think it's within the same North American plane. While moving to Europe would add a whole different dimension to his game and it would be more speed oriented. He would hit the gym more and, because they have said that once a Mexican player goes to Europe, he bulks up and he becomes that physically elite figure that even the Mexican national team needs. So I think potentially a Club America move in the future would be good, but I don't think MLS to Club America would be the move he needs at the moment. And that's not to say MLS is better than Liga MX or vice versa, but I think it's adjacent at the moment. It's not that step forward that he needs to make to become that distinctive player at the back for the Mexican national team, which is in his sights. Obviously we, we also spoke and the interview will be coming soon on our Twitter and YouTube, but we spoke about his needs and sights set on 2026 with the Mexican national team and a move to Europe would get him there. And the dream is still there, but I think the other thing too, you know, it is a lateral move, right? I think yeah. the MLS and Liga MX are, are more equal uh, than they've ever been at this point. I feel like they're both on the same level, um, uh, which is something that we haven't seen in possibly ever uh, right. in terms of those two leagues competing against each other. And we'll get a firsthand look at that with Leagues Cup this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the a move abroad off of the continent would probably be best suited for him. Uh, you know, as, as, and I think this is something we may have, we may have talked about uh, or something I heard somewhere else, but it is also said that when players leave this continent and go, that's when they really learn the game of, of football. Yeah. And I think for that's a defender. I think yeah. you learn and what are the, like, and there is one of the Mexican national team is Real Betis. Now he said it before um, I learned to defend and you learn the tactical and, side of, of football. Yeah. I, think, more, I mean, he's a know. midfielder, but yeah, he's like, I, I learned to head back and stay back yeah. um, while moving to Europe. So a lot of Mexican national team players have mentioned that their game drastically in, improved when moving abroad and when playing in La Liga, Bundesliga, or um, 
Eredivisies. So yeah. I think that's that's a necessary move. And in August, Julian Araujo was linked to Benfica and Porto. So and and like I've said, problem. like I've said before, I think, and I don't think I've said this on camera ever, but I think the MLS and Liga MX are good spots to be kind of that middle ground for a lot of not only, you know, U.S., Canadian, Mexican players, but those South American players who are, um, you know, coming from South America. I think the South American game, maybe in quality, might not be as great. They have some very, very talented players who come from mm-hmm. South America, but the leagues as a whole may yeah. not be as good as MLS or League MX. So you see a lot of those South American players coming from South America to play in the MLS, and they make the bounce from the MLS. It's kind of like a, you know, yeah. a little puzzle or a little bouncing spot they go from one spot to the other and then you know they're good spots to grow as a young player in the mls and league mx but to take that next step i think it's still undisputed that you have to go to europe and play no matter where you play in europe you know i think as you mentioned the rivadesi is becoming more of a big league that a lot of players are finding their footing in um, especially from over here so that's another league they can go to obviously france and you know Italy and whatnot. But I think that to make an, a big enough jump to improve yourself, I think once you get to that age of 22, 23, if you really want to become a consistent starter, a consistent yeah. player, a player who is a well-known name, a guy who is counted on week in, week out, or camp in and camp out for international, you have to go to Europe and face that competition to do that. Yeah. So that's his status at the moment um we will see the transfer window is obviously still open for a bit so we'll see if he makes that move mm-hmm. he did say he'll leave it up to his agent while he's focused on preseason with the galaxy yes. um moving on to the reigning liga mx champions pachuca started off extremely well um they won 5-1 over puebla on monday night that was phenomenal that championship hangover that a lot of people talk about doesn't exist for them and we saw goals from World Cup participants Kevin Alvarez and Luis Chavez, who we know Luis Chavez was linked also to a move abroad. And there was talks with Bayern Leverkusen, but obviously a deal has not been struck by them. So right now he's still thriving in the Yankees. That was a phenomenal move. Yes. No, I, yeah, I mean, like you said, Pachucha played a Pachuca. Sorry, I keep saying Pachucha every time. <laughs> Pachuca played a phenomenal game. Obviously, we've seen what Luis Chavez can do yeah. in the World Cup. We know he's yeah. a very talented player. That move will come for him at one time or another. Um, it wasn't the right time, I guess, for Bayer Leverkusen. Those call those talks fell through. Obviously, if you're a Mexican national team fan, having Luis Chavez play under one of the greatest midfielders to ever play the game and Xavi Alonso would be exactly what you would want. So it yeah, is unfortunate. Hurt. It is unfortunate from a, a Mexican national team perspective that he didn't go there. But that's not to say that won't, that move will not happen in the future. He will take another year. And I'm sure, you know, if he continues to on the trajectory that he's on right now, contributing to Pachuca as he has been, uh, I'm sure that move, whether it be to Bayer Leverkusen, somewhere else in Germany or somewhere else in Europe uh, will come sooner rather than later. Yeah, I think the only concerning thing with Luis Chavez in particular is his age. I mean, 26. Yeah. While young, I'd obviously say that when you're younger, it's (laughs) young. But I think when you're looking at it from a football perspective, 
you're yeah. considered over the age of that traditional transfer move abroad. But yeah, and like I said, that's it's that 22, 23 is when you typically see these players who are going to make that big jump. Now that's yeah. not to say it can't be done. You know, we've seen right. players from America, we've seen players from Mexico go abroad. I mean Memo I mean, Team Reem is still playing. So Tim Reem's still playing. Memo Choa just made a six. Memo Choa, anything move. can happen. So anything can happen, and that's you know, twenty six is unfortunately in the soccer game somehow in in, in football has become an old age. Yeah, we're starting to see more and more players that are starting to be really good at nineteen or eighteen or twenty, and yeah. so there's the prime has kind of. You know, at least for a at least for a, an outfield player for the yeah. goalies, it's different. But it has it is it is weird how that's happened because to us regular people, twenty six yeah, is not old at all. I am twenty seven, so <laughs> it's definitely not old. Um, but yeah, it's it's, um, it's it, the age definitely plays a role in that. Yeah. Um, and especially with the German sides, the German sides typically like the younger, the younger talent. Um, yeah, the younger talent. I feel like, again, as I mentioned with the MLS being that for, you know, that, that type of league and the League MX being those types of leagues for the South American players to come and develop at a young age. I think it's similar for the Bundesliga for yeah. young Americans, young Mexicans to go there, young players from the MLS or to go to Bundesliga. We've seen that a lot. And, uh, you know, uh, it just has become a thing. So that's maybe another reason why they they backed out of it. On the other end, we did so. Tigres defeated Santos Laguna 3 0. It was a difficult result to swallow from my end, but we saw the return of Fernando Goridan. Um, he was obviously with Santos Laguna last tournament. He made that move during this transfer season, and now he's over there. There was a little bit of controversy over his actions on the field. Um, a lot of Santos Laguna's fans felt there was little respect on his end towards his former teammates, um, mm. adopting the Tigres ways. So obviously that's left to other people's judgment. I think he just was trying to get the job done and secure yeah. that victory. But and he now did. I'm, I'm no Tigres fan. I'm no Tigres fan because as you know, I don't, the one game I've watched of them, I didn't really love the attitude that they carried, but at the same right. time, you're going into a new team right. against your former team. I think you still have to show a level of respect, like not even respect. I'm, I'm speaking more towards the Tigres side. Oh, okay. You have to show you're on their side, you know, right. you can't, you I know, get that. I think especially in the first game of the season, the first game of the tournament, I think right. you have to, I mean, granted there's only, there's a certain level that you should go to, um, you know, you shouldn't, show you know, it doesn't need to be, but I think in some sense right. you need to show, okay, I'm a Tigres player. now this is where I'm at. This is where my heart's at. You know, yeah. so, but again, I, I also understand the other side of it where teams are, you know, uh, you're, 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 and you're upset. That. And I, I get yeah. that. I get but, that. I never understood, like, listen, I get the whole not celebrating against your former team if you score a goal thing. But at the same time, like, I, it's like kind of like, what are we, like four years old? Like, yeah, he's on a different team now. He's not on your team. Like, he should be, that player should be able to celebrate any way they want to. I mean, He's not on your aside, aside from now. kissing the new badge, I'll, I'll leave that out. But for, right. aside from that, he should be, he, he should be, or she, for that matter, should be able to celebrate any way they want to. Yeah. But, you know, it's all. No, and 
And I mean, I, I saw what um, Santos Laguna supporters were complaining about, and and I understood. It was a little irritating, a little annoying, but what can you do? I think the most stellar, as- stellar aspect of that game to come out was Gignac's goal celebration, yes. where he hunched over <laughs> and pretended to use a cane in reference to Miguel Herrera, obviously Tigres' former head coach, quoting that the team was player, too old. That the team was too old. Um, obviously, he couldn't win. Love after. it. Yeah, they failed um, to make the final last tournament. He just claimed the team was the roster was too old and the team was too old. So what a great, I guess, piping hot tea start for Gignac to kick off with a goal and that old man celebration. Very interesting. But yeah, they got the three points against Santos Laguna. That was great. Cruz Azul, on the other hand, did not seal the three points. They just got one. But that's okay because they didn't lose to the last place team from last tournament. So, or they didn't tie the last place team from last tournament. I mean, you like also America did. against Tijuana. Like, I wouldn't get on your high horse. I mean, I watched it. That atmosphere was hostile. I watched it. It was hostile. It was a tough game. Believe it, me. It was a tough game. It, it was, was It was an interesting game. It was um, an interesting game, but I will say, your, yes. Your okay. thoughts. First time fan thoughts. So, for the first 75 minutes of it, I said, I think I'm watching Everton because they had three shots. And I think one on goal compared to Tijuana's like literal 14 with seven on goal. And I was like, this is painful. Like this is absolutely painful. But then they, they did turn it up a little bit. um, Thankfully, because it was like, they were not, it was not good enough for the first 75 minutes of this game. They turned it up. They eventually get the goal, which was, which was great. Um, Obviously love, um, Love seeing that, um, but not a great performance. I will say, not a no. great performance overall. I would have, I would have, I was hoping for better. If we're being honest, I mean, in total, only nine shots, four on goal. We we talk about this thing with possession. This has been the, I think, a common thread not only among our podcast and talks, but among the world. Right, is having possession, but not doing anything with it understanding that that's not good I mean, football listen, and listen. say they had 60% of possession, but they essentially didn't do anything with it. So that's a problem, but I will say they didn't get any red cards. They didn't so get any red cards. But listen, I told you with Cruz Azul, certain parts were going to be fun, but you were going to suffer. And I don't feel like I've lied. No, I you don't didn't. think I feel like I've you lied. I think lie. my statement was vindicated with that first game. You're going to have well, fun, but you're going to suffer. I mean, I suffered right away because I okay. became uh, I became a Cruz Azul fan, and then one of their best players left, or is not on the. It, he officially left at this point, right? I mean, I know he wasn't in the team. In the team. Yeah, I know he wasn't well, he in the team. Okay, he wasn't in the team this week, so I yeah, he assumed he had left. Um, but yeah. yes, I understand. I'm, I understand. I'm going to suffer. I understand yeah. that. I understand yeah. that. It's 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 part, part, of, the part of the thing. It's part, yeah, of, part the, of the thing. Part of the game. But I would have expected more. But again, if there's ever, if the comparisons with Everton are going to continue, they will play really well against the Club (laughs) Americas and the Tigres and the Pachucas of the world. Mm. And then, but they'll like tie them and then they'll lose a game to the last place team that they shouldn't lose and they'll finish in seventh place. So we're right on track for that, which I'm very excited about. I know what I'm getting into, but I know, I know what I'm getting into, but it still doesn't mean I cannot be disappointed. I, I can of still course. be disappointed. Of course. And I can still be disappointed. Listen, yeah. it it's always a great win 
when Cruz Azul, it's always a great week when Cruz Azul tie and Club America don't win. It's always, always a great week. All right. So. Same result. Um, But you, in fact, were not the only Cruz Azul fan to be disappointed. And the 1-1 draw was not the biggest focal point of the weekend or this week. Yes. Again, you're telling, I'm getting into this. So I'm trying to understand a lot of the storylines at the same time. But I also admittedly do not speak Spanish. So I, I don't know what's going on because it's hard for me to follow the Twitter accounts and the statements and this, that, and the other thing. So please explain to me what happened, because as far as I'm concerned, I'm on a high. Everything's great. We're going into the second week and everything's, you know, not great. Flowers and springtime and butterflies, butterflies. No, No, not quite. Not quite. Um, Julio Dominguez nicknamed obviously Cata Dominguez, um, a defender in Cruz Azul, Wait, Have. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Continue. Did you follow? I did. I did see this. I was going to comment on this, but I, I, yep, I know exactly. Continue. So he held a party for his son and his friends, his son's friends. Um, and it was narco themed. Now in the state of Sinaloa, we know, um, or in Sinaloa, we know the violence is going on. Cartel related violence is going on and it, it's been deadly. Um, obviously made um, a game postponed, but it's been a dire situation. And across the country, there's been a lot of fear. I know a couple of videos circled around Twitter, um, people in an airplane being scared. But overall, the tone of the situation is obviously not great. The country is suffering. It's, It's just not great. And it's emotional to talk about. So we will skip through that part of it all. But he held a party, a narco theme party, and posted pictures about it online, boasting about the situation. And I mean, it's never okay to do that in a regular setting, but to boast about it in the exact moment something is heavily going on is it was just completely tone deaf. So, and the he's not completely well received in the team anyway, just because footballistically, like I mean, sports wise, like he just hasn't lived up to expectations. So between the two things, there was just larger outcries between not only um, Cruz Azul fans, but just Liga MX and Mexicans in general. It was just completely bad taste. And the um, the league issued a statement and Cruz Azul issued a statement and forced the player to also not only issue a statement, but record a video explaining the situation and apologizing. Now, they have said that it will be handled um, internally. They were a lot of people requested or kind of wanted him to be suspended or let go mm-hmm. from the roster because he again doesn't contribute so much on the field. Yeah. So it's it's been a real mess. It's been a real mess for the team. The result obviously didn't help overshadow the situation. Yeah. And neither have the statements in that they were just not enough. But yeah, that's that's where we're at. Yeah. So again, yes, I, I do know what you're talking about because I did see something with him uh, earlier in the week and I meant to um, ping you guys in our Slack chat and I completely forgot about it. But um, yeah, I mean, in a much more serious note, we try and keep a light, um, keep it light on this podcast, but you do have to talk about serious things. Um, and in a much more serious note, this it's unacceptable, really. You know, you can't be doing that in the with everything that's going on in um, you know, in the country 
everything, you know, it's, it's very, as you mentioned, tone deaf to the situation. Right. Um, and it's just unacceptable. You can't be doing stuff like that. People are suffering around the country because of this. Um, and just because you're a professional athlete, it does not give you a right or a pass on any of this stuff. Right. Um, so again, I, being very new to this league, I don't know how to handle something like this, but there should be at least be a suspension, a suspension involved. I, I think. Yeah. Um, because it would be a bad look on Cruz Azul's part if they did right. not have that. Um, yeah. I mean, but- he was, he was in a part of the game day roster against Tijuana, which was, yes, he was kind of expected. Yet. Um, yep. even if he had been, he wouldn't have played, but yeah, it's just a lot, a lot to unpack there. I'm sure yeah. more things will come out once um, Cruz Azul decides how that they will manage it internally. Yeah. And as a professional athlete, you know, as someone on a team, you cannot, you know, this is the type of distraction that you don't want on your team. No, this exactly. is the type of thing that, you know, you should know better than. We talk about this all the time in sports, right? Guys causing distractions for their team yeah. right before the season starts. You, I mean, they, you just can't. I mean, never mind. You can't do that in general. Right. But let alone anything distraction wise should be, you know, you should know better in that situation. Um, So definitely a, definitely, you know, a tough situation and something Mm -hmm. that, you know, should not be, should be handled, you know, with, I think the utmost and strictest possible in the strictest possible way. I, you know, whatever that may be a suspension, releasing him from the team. Um, and that should have nothing to do with the quality of the player, right. whether it was were, their best player. There were player. calls to release him from the team, but... Yeah, whether um, it be their best player or their worst player, that's something that should be unacceptable no matter what. Right. Um, so, you know, uh, that's, I guess, my take uh, on that yeah. situation. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's difficult to navigate through it, especially because obviously no one saw it coming, but... So that's the situation. Um, overall, that's our recap for week one. I know we missed a lot of other teams, but our core. So, yeah. Yes, those are the core. I mean, the others, you know, what else happened across the, the league? Is there? You oh, know, Chivas we, we and Alexis Vega scored a goal, which was great. Oh, yes. Chivas scored. Chivas won. So it is a Sorry. good week. <laughs> honestly, like honestly, a it's a good week when Chivas win and Club America don't win. Oh. Oh, you're taking really that good. stance okay i'm yeah. so glad that you picked up on that right quite quickly very quickly yes very quickly it's like um it's like the everton and liverpool it's a great week when everton win and liverpool lose um it's it a great week when shivas win well recently it's been happening a lot more so because you guys kind of stink too so um this, we're not, you know what we're not in the relegation zone so i I will I take every single little bit of pleasure I can from the struggles of Liverpool while my team suffers tremendously in the English. Yeah, community. we're not in a relegation zone. Um, so, I mean, I can sleep well knowing. In that. all reality, though, if we're talking about things that if we're talking, we're going to nix the rel- We're going to just skip by the relegation comment there. Oh, I'm just going to just, yeah, we're just not going to accept that. We're just, we're just going to not, we're just, that's not going to happen. We're not going to oh, talk no. about that. Right. In all reality, Shivas win over Monterey, I feel like is a pretty solid win. It is. It is a pretty solid win. And I'll give, I'll give that to them. Um, I was glad to see Alexis Vega score. Obviously 
we know I was disappointed not to see him earn a transfer after the World Cup because once you're on that international stage, it really is the time to shine, and he didn't, and he actually yeah. showed his susceptibility to fatigue and his lack of physicality. Yeah. That was disappointing. So to come back and score, I think, shut a lot of people up, which is great on his end. And, I mean, if he can keep growing and deliver – on a Mexican national team level, like that's great. I'm not going to support on a Chivas level just because um, I just can't do that. But I'll, <laughs> I'll accept it. I'll accept the goal. I think that was great. And yeah, keep improving so you can leave, move abroad, and I can support you. I don't know. I feel that's like my message to Alexis Vega. He still does want a transfer, and he said it before that's the dream to move to Europe is still very much alive. So yeah. we will see. He's still young, he'll still make it. And I'm sure he'll join the Mexican national team in the upcoming Nations League and Gold Cup call-ups, and that'll give him even a, more of a boost to scouts everywhere. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that that was a good win, though. Um, I'll give it to them. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> and a sneeze. That was a, that was a good mute button. Uh, but, yeah, so overall, very exciting. Liga MX Jornada 2, Week 2 has kicked off. It started last night, but we'll get into the real action this weekend. It'll be very exciting. Wait, it started last night? Yeah, there was one game last night. Who played last night? Oh, my God, I missed that. I mean, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a great game. That's right. Atlas and Mazatlan tonight, right? Oh, tonight, yes. Yes. So that's that'll I mean that'll be fun. I mean it was fun in Copa Por Mexico. So hopefully it's uh hopefully it's fun tonight. They neither of these teams played. Both these teams had their games postponed last week. So mm-hmm. um that will be Yeah. And then um you'll have San Luis Guadalajara and then Puebla Querétaro tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then obviously we get into Saturday's action. Toluca, Club América, Tigres, Pachuca, Santos Lagunas, Pumas, Juárez Club Tijuana, León, Necaxa. Yeah, honestly, I mean, got a good good lineup of games this week. I feel yeah. like I mean Saturday Saturday um, night is gonna be a good one. Once you get in, yeah, once you get into Saturday, you get you know Cruz you Azul Monterey one. is gonna be fun. Toluca Club America is certainly gonna be fun as well. And yeah, um, I know Santos Laguna, you know, doesn't have the team that they've had in the past, but that game against Pumas will probably be pretty decent. Um, yeah, um, you know. and. Yeah, and the Club America the, um, Toluca one is particularly interesting, obviously, because we know Toluca made it quite yes. far to the finals last mm-hmm. tournament. Um, it was disappointing for them, I guess, to lose against Pachuca, but Pachuca was very, very strong overall. Yeah. But it was it was somewhat equal, so and it'll be Tigres, a difficult game for uh, for Club America coming off sure. of a draw against Querétaro. So we shall see. For we sure, shall see it for all. sure. And then Tigres P- Pachuca on also Sunday, a, which a really, really good week of football. Yeah, really good week. Yeah. Um, very, very we good a week. Lot, a lot, lot going on. Um, obviously, I will be watching the Cruz Azul match, but I'll probably, I'll also, you know, it, it's going to be phenomenal. We're going to win three nothing. I already know it. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, That's I'll definitely be watching. I'll definitely try and watch a lot of the uh, Club America game, and then. Um, you know, I mean, it's just that there's a lot of good stuff on this weekend. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for that. I mean, obviously, um, elsewhere, I don't want to watch sports at all. So, um, this will be a lot of fun. It'll be a nice distraction from everything going on in my sports teams, whether they be American based or British based around the they world. All <laughs> They're all not great. Um, so before we wrap up next week on Tuesday, we will obviously be covering, um, 
Liga MX Jornada 2, but we will also be releasing a lot of media day content, whether that be interviews with Chicharito, Christian Menteque, Julian Araujo, and Hector Herrera. We have a lot coming, so make sure to stay tuned. Subscribe on our YouTube. We'll be releasing um, the, those first looks there, and then also again on Twitter. So stay tuned, follow us, subscribe, all the works, um, and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.